As I walked on to Chattel Street, a fair maid I did meet. She asked me to see her home, she looked and blinked her straight to me away. Sandy, my dear Annie, oh, you New York girls, can you dance the polka? The Long Haul Podcast, America's Irish Voice. Interviews with inspiring immigrants, renowned Irish personalities, and discussions on all things Irish America. Presented by Michael Dorgan and Johnny Kennedy. Larry Tompkins following the path of so many great core captains. Sam Maguire goes proudly back to Lee side. It's Sam and it's Liam in the one year for Cork. In part two of our interview with former Cork football legend Larry Tompkins, we discussed Larry's transfer saga trying to sign with Castlehaven, which inevitably kicked off his illustrious career with the Haven and Cork. Those glory years saw Larry guide Castlehaven to win their first ever Cork senior football county, and of course, those iconic All-Ireland wins with Cork, including the historic double in 1990. Larry also gives us his take on the state of football today, some rule changes he'd like to see implemented, and the possibility of New York footballers getting a second championship game. Larry has just released his highly anticipated autobiography titled Believe, the Larry Tompkins autobiography. In the US, the book is available through the Guaranteed Irish Shop Facebook page and in the Butcher Block in Sunnyside, Queens. In Ireland, the book is stocked in all good bookstores, including Waterstones, and can also be bought through Amazon. Check out the Long Haul Podcast social media platforms for those links and more. As we mentioned in part one, this interview was one of the first podcasts we recorded, and unfortunately, a technical glitch means the audio is poor in places, but it does improve as the interview goes on. We recommend watching the subtitle video to this podcast if you are having trouble listening, which is on our YouTube channel and our Facebook page. Finally, in the coming days, we will be releasing our interview with Donald Gallagher, the former Donegal club manager who brought Larry to New York in the 1980s. And now we return to the Larry Tompkins interview where we were discussing the Donegal Club's famous tour of Ireland, facing off against the top inter-county teams of the day and Larry's decision to return to Ireland and play with Castlehaven and Cork. When did it come a reality? I was training hard in New York and I knew I was playing really good football. It was January. And uh, I used to go down to a gym called Jack and Ains. And uh, I used to go running up to, at night. I went down to my court in Paris and I went back down and I went to Jack and Ains and I done an hour and a half train. And it started to snow out of the heavens. And there was a big hill down by Jack and Haines, if you ever see it. I went down to it the other day to see if it was still there. And I used to run up and down that hill a lot. And uh, I came down off the hill and really snowed hard. And I, I ran up the street and uh, she said it was cars with the toast. And uh, I, I had a shot somewhere and I was little, I used to put a bit of money into it at no the end. She said, when I arrived at the shop, I had a bit of money to buy it. I saw her a drink and um, I stood outside the door and I, I was looking at the snowfall and um, I hadn't been home for, I suppose I hadn't seen my mother and father for about three years and um, 
you just said at that time your form of, of communication was left. Oh, I can't say that. There's no Skype, there's no, no. FaceTime. That's a long time. Three years. My mother was a brilliant writer too, a beautiful writer. And, um, I used to, you know, I was, I was sitting, I was, I was standing at the door and I was thinking about all those letters over the last three years. And uh, I'd be writing back to her and taking the doors. And, and I just said to myself, you know, I said, if I don't go home, I'll see them stay home. I said, I'll regret it. And so I said, I'm going to head. So when I went to lose, I played with Castellano. And I'd see how it goes. I ran back up that night and uh, I was staying up in the movement, staying with Kevin Martin in the fourth floor of the same building as Don was in. Just that making out of no time. I knew every song and, 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 and band that was ever playing because Kevin had, Kevin had speakers not alone in the rooms, he had them in the toilets and the, and the shower areas. Uh, and I used to come home from work, I used to hear a noise first night, and I was wondering where it was coming from, and it was getting louder and louder as I was getting nearer to the apartment. So when I went in, I thought there was a rock band playing it, playing it in the apartment. But, but, um, yeah, I ran up the stairs at night and there was a guy, Martin Connolly, um, Martin was quite past day, but he was one of the guys that was asked me, and, and, and he was then across the corridor from me, and uh, knocked on the door. The snow was dripping over me, and I said, Give me that chance for a final sandwich. And that's my sandwich. So it was as much your mum as it probably was the football. You know, three years is, it's hard to comprehend that in today's world when you can. See, people think I come home to play with Carl. That wasn't the. You can like to, to go over to Castlehaven and to see the folks and come back again. That was the reasoning behind it. Did anyone ever reach out sort of within to there through that whole three years? Was there ever, like, I know your brother Joe had, yeah. Joe had definitely, he wouldn't have been reaching no. out on their behalf. Was there ever any inkling, I know, like, no. people trying to get you back in it? It's no. amazing, isn't it? No. They're lost course game. Just, just drifted on and, uh, as I say, it was just, just a plan to move to Cork. To walk in Cork. Because, like, if anyone knows, Union Hall is deep, deep into West Cork. And if you're travelling up to the, the parents in, in Kildare, it, it's... Well, it'll give you deeper and deeper. I tried to walk to Manhattan. You wouldn't see thousands of people every day. You wouldn't see millions of people every day. Collins, there's two Collins of Vinci and Anthony. Their brother Christy was a, he was a, he's a builder at home. And uh, I was going working for him when I was going up somewhere to work. And my first job with him was Chef of Holland. That time there was about 22 people in there. So it was a fair. Uh, there's more people in Madden's building. Yeah, that's right. So it was, um, it was a fair. Uh, yeah, I've come down from, from, from where, I was, where, I was, where I was at and where I was going. Uh, was it hard? Massively hard. Every, I stayed in Union Hall, little village, every empty village. There were no more fans. I used to walk down every day, in the evening time, the morning time even, and I'd go into the telephone box and I'd ring my mother every, every day. And I'd say, get me out of here. <laughs> 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 you, were, you were nearly further away now. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're 25 at this stage, so. Yeah. And then, 
I mean, actually, it's you not know, every evening I made that phone call. Wow. From that time and And it was purely on the basis because I, I, I had toured with the lads here. Uh, we had played, uh, we covered the tour, we had a massive tour. We played Cork, we beat them well. And these were kind of teams that were clearing the championship. This is May in June 1987. We played Cork, we beat them off the field. We went to we played Mayo, we beat them with four points down the road Castle Bar. We went to Leash, they were National League champions the year before. We hammered them off the field in Port Leash. And we went to Donegal and I said to the lads in Donegal, we were kind of spun out because I felt they were the weakest team. But we only drew with them. I said, I said we'll give them a chance. But uh, that was a valuable favour. I think that was a brilliant tour because it made us realise that what we were saying about that team was true. You know what I mean? We were a serious team and we had serious players and we had serious commitment. We guys could make that team but we'd probably walk on to a lot of county teams. But we gelled so well together and it was just one of those trips that you'll never ever forget. And then, but even more, I had signed that transfer for him in January and Frank Murphy had asked Francis Collins during the year in April to ring me and say that, that they had to sign me through an intercounty transfer because it would be faster. You see, Frank, now, months and afterwards when I did get transferred, Frank was no fool like, because he was looking at the longer picture, yeah. the bigger picture. And Frank was a selector with the, if Billy Marvin had taken over the team, uh, Frank was a selector. So like, he knew my CV from playing with Kildare and he was one of the guys that kind of would tell you everything about my career. But a lot of people didn't realise that. But he kind of put in that thing, we get this guy in the county transfer. He tried and twist his arm and get him every time. And um, he looked for an intercounty transfer and the transfer wouldn't go through because the two guys over there wouldn't sign the form. And every time the form and the central council and everybody had it passed, Seamus Aldridge was missing. And this went on for a long time. And uh, going into June, to mid June, imagine I was home from beginning of May and I couldn't play with Castle Abel. They were playing league games and I was watching the game. They were playing, it was a championship match, I watched the first round of the championship and I couldn't play. And, uh, and Eads still had no problem signing off? No problem, no, no problem, you had to get out and see each other. They look for letters from my, the priest down below in Castlehaven. They look for letters from my employer, which was Christian Collins. They look for where I was staying. Everything. It was medics. easier to get into now from America than it was to get from America. Yeah. They, 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 they put everything up there. They, they went missing every time. They just didn't want to go through. So even sell. though in the three years, they never reached out to you. So it's just pure, lovely war music, the big rotary and the black of it, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Just, um, Otherwise, I, I, I never ran out of it. It, wasn't, um, it was just a funny situation, John. It was just, um, yeah, it made it even harder. And, and that was, uh, you know, I wanted to play. Naturally, it was, it was a. It was, it was called, was a, it was serious because they, they had heard that I was coming to play. They didn't know what, how I would play. There was word coming from New York that the lads were saying it was. Uh, I spread, but like, look, at the end of the day, you have to go and play, don't you? Have to perform. 
I couldn't, I didn't have that opportunity. As well, as Which is equally probably adding to your homesickness a little. But for New York Ankle there, of course, your purpose for being there was, you hear soccer players saying that about homesickness in the UK or over here. Once they're playing, they're fine. And the in between time. That's it. Yeah. Every, every, every evening I don't have a telephone box. And every evening I have the same conversation with my mother. You must have come close to just many times just heading up the road. I had my bags packed a number of times in that. And uh, we got a phone call then from Frank Murphy on the 12th of June of a Friday night. And he said, could I come to Dublin the following day? Cork were playing. This is an item that we can't say Cork were playing Dublin in the challenge match in Parnell Park. But I come up with a team that would look good and my transfer would definitely go through. Right? I don't know why. I mean. So it was another way of focusing me into it. Look at I, I said, okay, I want to play, I want to be transferred. I felt I was letting down Castle Avon. So look, look at my bag, I said, bring your gear back, probably bag. Left to, to walk to the train station, car, and it was not, it was a, it's not usually because I didn't know all that, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Shea he hadn't met for three years, Shea was a player on the 10th of the He was in the army, he was in Paris. I hadn't seen Shea and I played with him all the way through. Great fella, great friend. He had a great train get to play with me, what did we <laughs> come to that one. Oh, you did? <laughs> uh, yeah, he, he, uh, he was a guy who was a link. Now, actually, I knew the. Like, I was only really getting to know Niall Gallan and, and Tom Cleary and Michael uh, Boyle. These were good, good guys, prominent guys that were playing his own team. Mick Bonds is not a great guy that passed away since then. He's a great guy. Um, these were all guys who wanted to talk to him. I had a very small connection of people that I knew. So I was getting on a train now. I didn't know these guys was, they were looking at me and, and to try I had to give it back and I was thrown in and I was just kind of like a, a lost child really in a, in a lot of ways. Did you do this training session before this match or was that afterwards? That was afterwards. Yeah. Alright, okay. So you went up to Dublin playing? Yeah, I went up to Dublin and uh, I went into the dressing room and, and look, I got him a gear and try, look, I sat down in the seat and I'm saying to myself, what am I doing here? You know, you know, Billy was a great fellow, like, and, and I knew Billy here in New York, and he played with each one, I played against him. Um, you know, Billy said, look, he said, Frank tells me, look, he's trying to get his transfer through. I'd say I was only sitting in the dressing room for about 10 minutes, and the lads were talking out. Frank Murphy comes in, and I'll forget he, he would be in from here to here, and he'd come over to me, and he put his hands out, and he said, welcome to Cork. He said, your transfer is true, and it's amazing. My transfer went through on the 13th of June, the day, 13th of June, the day of my birthday, believe it or not. It's hard to believe like, the, way, the way things work out. But, yeah, I, I turned down and, and, and I played the card that day. You know, out of the blue, just and I played my guy called Eamon Heary. And I might have won a couple of points in that challenge. Right? How did family in Kildare even find out? Because you're going up on the train, yeah. you don't know what you're going for. You're thinking this is just part and parcel of me getting the transfer. They heard it on the radio. And then they heard it on the radio, you were playing yeah. before. They heard it on the radio. I suppose she was kind of Shea's first game as well, I'd say. But Shea had been transferred way, way before right. that, like, you know. Uh, but it was the first coming. You know, 
some radio to to the cells and kind of congregating the trauma the transfer that I had to go through, you know what I mean? But look, I came down and, and it was just mad to play. It was just mad to play with um, Castlehaven, you know what I mean? It was just, um, just, just one of those things. I, I, I'm just thinking back to what I just said when like, that training session, my first training session in Cork. I think I trained the week before. I think that game of Cork, Billy asked me up as an invitation to what I trained with Cork and stuff like that. I was, I was, I'm not sure what it was before, the, oh sorry, it was after, it was after because I tell you what, um, there was three, three weeks before they played the Yankees in the championship and um, I trained on the Tuesday, after we played Dublin, we trained I think on the Tuesday and, 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 and look, I said to him, you know, I said, even at that stage, I said, look, I never Cork, you know, and uh, no, I'm wrong. It was the week before that came, sorry. It was the week before I went up and uh, Billy asked me an invitation to go up and train the car. I said, yeah, come up and train the So look, look he, he knew the process that I went through and he, he, look, he had asked me what I transferred to play the car. Once with my family and got transferred, uh, give it a go. And I said, look, I said, I don't want to miss you wrong, Billy. I said, I'm coming back to the class there. And as soon as they'll be, you know, the pub will come back to him, you know. So you, you still had plans on going back to New York, did you? I did, but I, I had no intentions of going I, I wasn't coming to play the car. Yeah, I know, but I thought, I thought that you were home and you were home for good and you were just going to no, set up camp. No, no. And the lads were home as well. I mean, yeah, I was in yeah. the process of, of they were, the way they were, they were coming yeah. home for a few months, yeah. giving yeah. it everything, just leaving, and, and then, then back over. Oh, okay. I was in that bracket, that's where I was. And I had said this to Billy, and Billy invited me up uh, before I went in that, and I wasn't even transferred, so I was probably against, against the grain that I was training with her, and I had even transferred it. Um, I trained with her, um, I was going up at night, and they got me up, and I was dreading the train session because I said, you know, I would have always looked at Carp as being a, a massive team. Like, you know, I can go back to look when I'm in 73, and I was only 10 years of age. Like, and uh, I had an aunt in Galway and I kicked the balls back for a blue. I used to get out every summer to Galway and I kicked the balls back to the Galway team in 73. Train sessions in June. And uh, Tony Dirkins, Johnny Tobin, and Jimmy Dirk, Ian Salmon. And, and I watched all their final interest because I just worked in Galway because I knew them. And this way, Clark team beat them. And Billy Mount was kept in the 73. And, she said, the likes of Ray Cummins, Ray Cummins, and Jimmy Barry Muffin, actually. Like, the skinny head Jimmy Barry Muffin, he only 19. And Frank Hughes. Yeah, Frank. And Frank, Frank Hogan, and all that, and all that. They were a massive team. And they said, yes, she was just pretty confident team. So I said, I would have rated Cal Ryan Wheeler. And then, I went to Cork, I went to that training session. She said, I was feeling, I said, I said, I said, I said, I said, I said, I was saying this might be a building session tonight. It was three weeks before, or four weeks before the day of the championship. And Billy had done me invited me up to the uh, just to come in and, uh, and train. I was supposed to get me involved. And um, I was training the training session, but as it turned out, the training session wasn't too bad. Go on and tell us what happened. You laughed him, basically, Billy. Well, like Billy, Billy had said to me because I, you see, it's funny. Like uh, I'd known Billy fairly well over there, and, and um, 
Yeah, you said to me, look, look, he said, uh, you know, fall out whatever you want. He said, these guys are born with us, you know. So, and he said, this was going to be a tough session. And uh, we'd done a little bit in the, when I said the gym, it was kind of a, you had a few exercises in the gym and you went out and uh, you guys to do a bit of a warm up and stretch out. And then we'd done four laps, you know, full out. Like, I lapped up one very easily, you know, and Billy uh, was kind of looking for And uh, we done a few more ones, done, done a few uh, bits against the ball and stuff. Going, so he probably said to himself, we four laps, we a kind of bit break. We do another four laps, it wasn't a case of putting the boot in, and I, I just, you know, I suppose it was, didn't realize like that I probably no. was a little bit ahead of him as regards fitness, but, um, you know, it was very competitive for us in talk, and, and people ask me, like, you know, what, what was the, was there anything that you felt like that made a difference in talk? First thing I'd always say is probably, you know, probably made the training far more competitive than it was. And, uh, you know, then I had heard stories about uh, Mary Callan going out at half past five, six o'clock, and he went up to the farmer's field, and uh, he had a farm at home and, uh, before he went to work. But I went down to see Conor Coon, and he worked in the rehab body bank there a few times down in uh, Monaghan Road, not far from Party Keys. And I did to see him a couple of times. He walked home and said, he's down the shoulder, I'm down the shoulder, he was running around the lunch table. So like... So you had the mindset, you had a big impact, like, so yeah, this, like, this, like, this guy is, we need to yeah, up the standards. Yeah, and, and you know what, like, I suppose people see themselves and, and, and they look and then they realise, Jesus, I thought it was, that was better than this. Yeah. yeah. Was the training just so good out, out here, Larry? I just felt like that this, Massive, massive lift to me. Like. I suppose the heat as well would make yeah, even, yeah. even fitter, wouldn't it? Because it's like, yeah. it's, and, and it's tough going. She's anyone who's over here. The challenge is you've got a bit over tough, like. She's just like, there was no shortcuts. You know what I mean? There was no. The games are fitting. The games are fitting massive compared to me. And the training was massive compared to me. And you should have had to be on. You know, every 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 evening, every night, you know, we were talking about the sessions. And, uh, yeah. One, one person to the next person was like a better in the world and better. Was well, a bit of a wake up call for Billy as well? Did he kind of she's these guys there? I suppose I did. It was a nice wake up call in a way because uh, I think that everything then kind of you know kind of moved on a bit. Yeah. Probably what gave me probably, you know, I was looking forward to playing with Castle in the first game and I had to come and play my, play my first game at Cork. And then the following, uh, I think we, we played, we went on for a few weeks and we played Limerick in the Championship. And I was played again in Limerick in the first round of the Championship. And uh, I played rubbish that night. And the whole of, uh, I had to play with Castle at this stage. Quite the people from my club, Castellan, came up to see me play, and I hope it was Carl because they'd heard, you know, yeah. this guy was going to be the, the guy that was going to turn their, 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 their season around and win a county. But 
first like wasn't going to be good enough in these fellas. You had headed up a lot of training here in New York. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you raised the game, raised the bar even here as regards training. There's a lot of thing you hear with a lot of lads here is every year so they come along and they're playing against someone in comics. And Michael even knows the demands from work to training in New York. You were here during the eighties, there was it's worked long hours then too. It was, there was no such thing here as like a nine to five. Oh, but many nights training we was doing in the eighties even here. There's going to be other teams in life. It's an amateur game. It, it's people don't get paid like for it. It's not. You ha, you have to be committed. Yeah. You have to be driven. You have to come together as a team. And you have to be driven like. The best crack of all can be half like when you're, when you're, when you're, when you're playing and you're a team. You can have the crack, you can have the enjoyment, you can have those moments as well. But like, how can you get the, the best of yourself? You, you must be committed. Like. And of course, everyone here that comes in the in the 80s worked hard. But everybody went to training. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Very few fellas that, that we'd have to be dragging in bars or, 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 or dragging to train. Yeah. I hope like to, to excite me now, but I hope to enjoy the training and it's good. Yeah. But I think people want to make better themselves and I think it's going back probably to the point where we're making like that. Should they put them at home to a car and they felt a bit of loneliness. But it goes back a bit to the identity as well, doesn't it? Like they, again, the generation are different. The lads are coming over now in green cards, they're coming floating straight in. But when you were going back and forth with the team, back then there must have been some hairy times through emigration for certain lads. I used to hear lads saying, sure, I sure flew home with a brother's passport. I sure came back in that fella's passport. Like, I'd love to know how many of them passports and visas actually matched up on them flights when you were going home for them <laughs> challenge games. <laughs> Can't say too much of the no. <laughs> but where do I do I go? Just I think when you're away from home, I think and to be part of a team like, like looking up the team I was part of. These guys was lots of other teams here that were very strong as well, like Margaret, Slide Cabin, or like Tone, they, they, they were all healthy and strong teams. As I said you went out to my court the park, we didn't get on there early enough, you know, you didn't get a pass. You know, and, and, you know, that's a massive, massive atmosphere like, down in Van Gogh about it. It was brilliant. And um, there's massive tunnels because people came from all the time, they went to training and they enjoyed it. They enjoyed them, 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 them friendships and they enjoyed them chatting and talking and, and training hard, you know, getting ready for the next game. And, and, but we, we, we know, I have no hesitation in saying it like that. We train as hard as anything. <laughs> so that stood to you then when you come up against these, that lead team and stuff like that. You had a good insight for them and yeah, like, um, trying to get that across to the, the, the rest of the court team. No disrespect, it was probably difficult because not knowing what you were going to come up against. Like developed good leaders, like uh, you know, like they, they, they did. As I said, like to make an kind of thing. These guys, like they, they, they got to a level of fitness then that probably they felt. Probably they had arrived and then realized maybe if there's anything that I gave them was to push themselves a bit harder. Like, and the training became more competitive. Then. You know, we introduced a few teams then that maybe probably made a difference over a couple of years. Like, we, we probably sat in a week before the game and probably didn't do a lot. Like, 
you know, I, I probably felt like that wasn't the way to go. And I, I, I'm not sure, okay, people would disagree with me or whatever, but we, we went out there on Thursday night's game before a big match. We played 10 minutes aside of passing forwards. And, you know, like, we came in off the field, there was a bit of a bite rather than sitting in our room. Yeah. Previously, you wouldn't have trained on a Thursday, no? No, I mean, we've done it now, like so. His bite there on a Thursday night before any, uh, yeah, and it, and no matter what level. Uh, yeah, and, it, and you know what, if you just do a little amount, yeah. and, and uh, I suppose people get, uh, you know, that bit of uh, tension out of them, and uh, that went to the, you know, even into 1980 was a final, and I'm coming home and broke down my gas, and we were done a lot of players. Like 89, 89 we won the other and finally got me over. Hard to believe, like six of the team, Dini Allen captain the team in, yeah. in, in 89, Dini retired. Five out of the team didn't play in the months of final the following year. Six of the team. You know, I asked the question, like, there's not too many teams that have gone, even the great Kerry team could have done without six of their top players. Yeah. Like, Mike Allen didn't play, Teddy McCarthy didn't play, uh, Tony Davis didn't play, Barry Coffey didn't play. You know, like, we, we, we had serious players who were missing. But what people didn't realize, we had serious players coming from top to line. I mentioned earlier, like Danny Cook came in, Mick Slocum came in, McCarthy came in, like, and we played Kerry and Rose to find and we bet the hell out of them. We bet them 18 points. And, uh, do you know what that done? It, 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 um, it just made everybody realize. You know, this pound was a pound, yeah. and there was nobody on the field deserved to be kind of, you know, taking like they were God given right to be there. Like, and like, there's another fellow now we were talking to him around last night. How many of you played in the 87 or the final? How many came from Middleton? More, more Holland background. Like, Holland had serious ability. Like, Holland, after the 87 or the final, he not play great. And then he was the last child for 88, 89. In 1990, he got, he got the, the, the position of the He had so many players that were out. An opportunity and a chance. And even in the Muster Final against Kerry, he kicked 11 points. I mean, kicked 11 points. Like, the great Frank McGuigan at Toronto was a fantastic player, kicked 11 points against Toronto. And rightly so. That thing is always highlighted with Frank, he was a brilliant player. But nobody, nobody ever talks about Colin making the 11 points against Kerry. It was a massive performance. Like. And you know what you know what that done? It, 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 it triggered, triggered the, the team within the squad like that. Particularly Colin, like that. he pulled me out of Trump Card. And as it proved, he became that Trump Card. Colin was a guy, he was like a, he was like a switch. He was either turned on or turned off. But when he was turned on, there was no man coming at him. And he went over the, the other semi final, he had Max Common, and he was brutal. The switch was off that day. And I think he wasn't going to play him in the final. It was a nervy time that he, he was looking maybe to play him. You played a part in pushing for him to get him? I probably played a bigger part when he played him in the final that year because I knew his ability. Uh, but after I must have found them, I think people realised like, that this guy had serious... I mean, he had done it at minor level of talk as well, but at senior level he probably didn't do it. But that ability was there. Like, it was just... Look, you need to believe in yourself, don't you? Mm -hmm. Like anything in life, the most important thing is... And the most important thing any person has... It's not a, it's not a, 
It's not a thing so much in the Western world. But you don't believe in yourself, so right? Look, you're not hiding it out in sort of way. So you must have belief in something. I think Colin he got the opportunity to go in the final year. And, uh, like, he, he was a funny child. Yeah, I went up on the train that day and I was sitting beside him. He never spoke a word to me. And I said to myself, I remember getting off the train and, and Billy said, How was he? Because Billy would be worried about me. You know? I said, Billy, he hadn't talked to me. And, uh, and then we had to leave. He didn't even know what time he did it. He came on his own time and he had to get a run. back up to Rome. But he was psyching himself up. He had himself psyched up to the last And he, if you look back at the last time, Mick and his friend of mine, I'd say to Mick, it's the biggest roast in the world. 26 minutes before the end of 1990, Colin and to me. Until he got sent off. You know, that's that's um, that's that's a guy that you know you must believe in or something. You know, and, and uh, my, my my I always say like I suppose when you come to New York and you come and you you, you, you come as a, a greenhorn and you get into a setup and you, you you measure up to the games we're here in the eighties and, and uh, it was a massive confidence for me. Like, you know, I felt it was. You know, when you go to work, then, you know, one of my one of my jobs is. I said it was easy to do. One of my jobs was in Harlem, and I worked in Harlem for nine months. I worked down there in the Apollo Theater, where we were doing it all up. And I was getting off the the, train, the subway at half past five in the morning with a bag of tools in my back, and I said it was easy to play in other fans when you worked on the eighties in general. It was yeah, yeah. Pretty square wasn't so. Uh, Disney World back then, or like as it is now, back then. Yeah. Was there a point when you moved back, going back to the, the transfer year, that and you had intentions of coming back to New York, that you, was there a point where you said, I'm not coming back, I'm staying with Cork, I'm staying with Cassidy? And... You know, I, I give a commitment after losing my friend and he said, if you can't say to a crowd like you listen up, you can't say to a crowd like look, I'm with you and I won't let you know. Yeah. So when I went back, I went back to New York. Right? I went back. We we got people. My my biggest probably one of my biggest disappointments was Castlehaven had beat the Muskie in the quarterfinals of the championship. And I was out kicking eleven points. Just tell you about you know from one week to the next, like uh, the difference. I was out kicking eleven points in Galway in, in the replay, Galway semi-final. And the following week, I couldn't kick a ball over the bar again, must be. Everything wired, in the pause. I, I, I could have won that game by 10 points. And I was a thousand. I sat in the dressing for three hours. I couldn't believe what was ever happening. Um, just, just couldn't do it that night. Just, no matter what I tried, just, just couldn't do it. And, uh, you, 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 you can go and make them. They lost the other final to need, and that crowd that turned out that night. I said, I'm coming out of the owner, and I, I went back to New York, all right, a week later, and I was back in New York here for the remainder of the championship in '87, and, and um, then 88, 88 came, um, and we made a commitment to come back home again. All the lads here again, two Collinses, Martin Manny, and Martin Clark. 
picked up eggs and turned back over again in April again. So, and uh, we were playing in your club then. Lima Rangers with all the other club champions and we were drawn again about it. I saw one found guilty. And uh, so Lima were a hell of a team. And uh, it was a real wet day. Got beat by a point. I packed the bags, went back, and I stood. I said, there's absolutely no way I'm going to let that go. Just double caught and ended up, you know, building the air. We, we, we had a brilliant air. We, we were playing really good football. And, and, uh, I felt the game was going really well. I wanted to find them. And was fine, so we, we, we were so much better than And uh, it was a no hesitation in saying it's like we, we, we probably got robbed in the end of it all, you know what I mean? I went to replay and uh, uh, need be a small point to replay. And then the following week was like playing again back to New York. And then 89, 89 finally. 89 was a, it's amazing how, how things go in life. Like, um, 89. The lads couldn't commit to come back. Uh, and I said I was coming back. And uh, Philly rang me. I was coming back in. I was going to come back in early May. The end of April. Uh, Talk win the league semi final against Kerry. And Philly asked me to come back. Could I come back early? And I came back start of April. And Cass um, Laban had maybe kept the team. And uh, as I committed to that, I said I was going home. And, um, it was a big honour even to, for being a, a new um, yeah. new member to the, to the club. Yeah. But, um, I couldn't say enough about the Haven, but just one of those clubs that are, are, are special all over the world. It's an incredible club. And um, just came back and um, we won. I started as sub, believe it or not, as I said, it was the first time I was a sub. Uh, in March, I, didn't, I, I didn't expect to be on because I was only out from the back. Um, I come on, on after 20 minutes and uh, we beat Kerry Handy in the final. And we played Dublin in the final. One of our, one of our great, great, great games. I think uh, the team played real well that day. And um, New York, I believe it was there. We had to come to New York. <laughs> Play, they play them in a, in a, a two-level affair as regards the, the, the National League groups. So, and, and, and I came back over them and I was um, I was playing against guys that I played here with. I played against Paris Donald and American. Paris was a great friend of mine. Again, so the friendships were left to one side that day and uh, we battled away. But over the two legs we, 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 we won competitive games. We, we won the National League. Um, came back with the lads and we won, we won the Muscle Championship and uh, we played Dublin, we played Dublin the other semi final. Um, it was funny because uh, the, the following year before that we had gone on tour, myself, Laura Berson, John Cairns and uh, Nike Alan, we were all stars and we went to Boston for a trip and uh, Mickey Cairns was a great Slager player, was a referee, inter-county referee. Of course, he got very friendly with us, and we were out with him a lot. Not to be saying too much to the Dublin fellas, but he, he gave us a few good decisions. He refereed the Haller in the semi final, but he, he gave us two penalties. He gave us two penalties in the first half, and you know, we were delighted with him. And uh, we won the semi final. We went on to the final uh, again, you know, and 
but we, we were nervous going into that final because we had lost the previous ones and uh, our experience carried us over the line and uh, uh, to the other captain of the team we, we, won, we won the other in final Castlevin were going well in the county championship uh, we played to Hollow the semi-final to Hollow were ahead of the team and uh, we beat them after a replay and uh, Ted sent Finbars in the final against us we have won the other and finally this year's the county final is probably coming up three weeks later or four weeks later. And um, it was one of the days that uh, I, I had um, I just had waited for for so long. Here was it here was it that I had come back for. Here was it that I was captain. You know, and here was it like that. It's a good bear, yeah. I felt sorry for the lads like they didn't come over. It's hard to believe like that you feel like that. The lads here were, you know, Martin Amani had stood over and he, he, he was the only guy that had stood over. The other three, Martin Connolly was a hell of a player, like, and the two pals were two great players. And, um, you know, you'd feel like the, actually you weren't as strong as what you were the two previous years and we couldn't win it. But here we got, sometimes like it, it can be against the rain and, and, and we got to the final. So nobody gives a chance in the final, the bands were hot favourites. I remember the night before I had a pub in the West Coast across the train station and I was invited down to an agricultural show on in, 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 in the showgrounds just about the keep the night before and I was invited down just as a kind of a guest going out to the stalls and I said it, I committed to it and I, wa I walked down from my, from my pub and I half an hour walked down to the showgrounds and then um, I came out to the showgrounds and it was a lash of and um, she was about no quarter about it. And uh, I said, you know what? I walked through Harlem and I walked all the way to New York. I said, I walked back out. And I walked and I went outside the party the, the stadium. And look, people say I'm mad. And I, just didn't, I, I, I always believe in it. It was a fate. Like, and, uh, I knelt down, I didn't see me, I knelt down at the stadium and I just said, Lord, give me the strength to have a great game when I tomorrow. This is what I, this is what I can offer. And uh, back to the pub. The pub show, whatever it was, went a bit early. And I got up the next day. And uh, I remember Niall saying to me, we're over in Black Rock before the game where we met. And uh, it was a wet day now. It started to rain early on. It was, a little bit concerned whether the game was going to go ahead or not, it was conditions were bad enough and um, one of the said to me, I can't send to me, how are you feeling? And I remember saying to him, I said, Niall, I'll beat them on the own today. It just felt so good. I just was looking forward to that ball being thrown in. And I would honestly say that we probably from start to finish, probably my best game I've ever done And um, but it, just the feeling, we won the game at two points. And just the, the feeling, the lads in terms, the lads, the button, they didn't come back. Um, and, uh, Did they come back for the final to walk? Were they there for the celebration? They were there for the Look, they were as joyous as the rest of the world. Look, it was, just, it was just one of those moments that um, you, you just felt like it was a. Uh, Extreme moment in your life of the way things happened, you know. And then, and then look for me to captain the team to win the first ever county. And um, 
just to see the, the emotions of really fantastic people that have put so much into the game and behaving. And these guys, as we talked about earlier, these guys are the unsung heroes that are there or day in, day out, that work so hard for a club or a county, whatever it is. Like, to see the, 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 how they work, the way they express it, the war, the way they, 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 they say to you, like, you know, I'm going to die tomorrow morning. I've seen the best day you know what I mean? And um, to win a county match, it's just, and I wasn't from the club, and it's hard for people to understand, but I just felt that I was. On and raised there all my life, like it's just that kind of feeling. With them. Um, but just to win a county with the club is probably the greatest feeling I've ever had in my life. And, uh, and to win a first, of course, is, is, is magic. And, uh, you know, look, it was just an honour to captain to win a first ever county. Back, right? And of course, the captain Cork in the following year, the famous Dublin. Yeah, um, yeah that was uh, look, the club made me captain. Uh, massive honour because look, because they haven't had, had John Cleary, Mike Hannan, Mike McGuire, Mick Bourne's part of the senior set up. Uh, it was a massive honour to, to, to captain Carl. And then look, we, 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 we set the tone, I suppose, from the start that year and you know, we, we, we felt like there was a lot more in this team. And, and during the year there was a turning point, I think, with both holders. And that was that year, it, it was on the Easter Sunday, we could beat. We did meet in the league final, and, uh, the holders were playing Wexford the following day on the Monday, Easter Monday. And we had done a squad for Hidden County, we were involved in both teams, both holding the football. And uh, we did meet, it, it was a cool game, it was raining so cool, it was, it was, there was a lot of, I think that's how the game was, I suppose it was a ruthless, tough, hard, physical encounter. We, we got hammered in every sense of the way, and we had been three or four months in the end. I think that really turned the corner. If, if, if we weren't really motivated for me, that day, I think every player realised that it was no longer Kerry, it was the enemy. It was me and Jack. I remember Billy inside, talking about me getting on my knees. Billy got on his knees inside the dressing room after that game, and prayed to Almighty God that that, that show in the next door would be in the Ireland final. We'd be there. And uh, I think that tone was there and that focus was there that they would get there and we'd get there hopefully. And the horrors of believe that it's significant. The horrors went out the following day and Teddy McCarthy and Dennis Watson, the horrors went out to Wexford to go the following day. And they, they were hammered out the field and they scored five points literally. And it, it, it was like it was complete. Disarray for Carl Crowley's only throw five points. I think it never happened in his life. And the six forwards that lined out that day for the holders, but the six forwards that lined out in September was scored five to one. So, like, you know, it's amazing like, and, and what a defeat can do to you. Yeah, yeah, and I think that was, a, that was a significant weekend in relation to that, you know, it was a kick in the backside for both teams. And I think that from then on, that both car teams were so motivated to really pull themselves together and, and get there, you know, hopefully get there. What was the feeling before that fight? Because Cork had won the hurling, and there was that of obviously the history was was beckoning. Was there extra pressure, or did you just feed? Did you just? Do you know if we, if we were playing anybody else, we, we would have referred to it. Play me. That was a different story. Yeah. We didn't. We didn't need. Yeah, we didn't need. Yeah. 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 We didn't need
just playing me, just the focus on every player was just there. And, and we didn't even have to say anything else. It was just there. I remember that day I was talking to Colin Neal up in the train and Colin was playing for forward and just generally Colin got sent off just before half time. We went into the dressing room. I don't think there was a player sat down on the seat. We couldn't wait to get back out again. And there wasn't even a, a, a mention or a, or a word about a sending off. I think we were in the second half and it was just caught dominated in the second half, even though we had only 14 men. And Mick Lines always said, like Mick said, he, he was just like a, a zombie, like because Colin was after Rosen in the first 26 minutes. And then Mick became the extra man and he didn't know what to do. Driven by every player, like to, to win that. And I think it was justified because Cork were so unlucky not to have won in '88. Like, uh, I think both teams, you had two giants in the games. And I, I respect me more than anything. Like, they, they, they were a massive team. Um, they could play really, really well. They had serious footballers. They were strong men or physical or whatever way you wanted to work. They were winners. Like, just two giants just came together for a period of five or six years there, and it was it was a case of you know, oh my God. We were going from our best and great great rivalry, great rivalry, great rivalry. And, and that rivalry became so you know, it, it became nasty. It became became situations where we went on different trips where none of the players were talking. You know, I remember Billy sitting there meeting. We going to. Uh, a trip over in the Canaries, and at that time you, did, you weren't flying to New Zealand or Australia or anything like that. It was, it was a simple trip to the Canaries, and uh, both teams happened to be going at the same time, and we were kind of staying in the same kind of villa or apartments and all there. And then we were really saying, you know, I don't talk to these guys, but I hate to say the video and be honest with you, but you know, I, I said to them, look, these guys are in no longer life. I was going to talk to them, you know. Liam Hayes, talking about books, Liam Hayes, I'll be going to be publishing my book, and, and Liam said to me, like, Jenny Carfell, I was talking, it was myself, what? <laughs> she was still reading, she was reading, imagine, imagine going down elevators, and the mead lads would be there on the elevator, and no talk. I can't believe it, we've gone to the beach, and we'd be meeting them up and down, and no talk. It was unreal, it was just, it was just bad feeling. Yeah. Just bad feeling. I think at the end of the day, you know, you know what? When you when you kind of play and you, and you compete against the greatest challenger of all times, Mead were probably our greatest challenger. I know Kerry would always be a big team to be. I like it was Mead and Carl, the two giants. I think it's only now that you kind of that all Ireland medal that you beat Mead in became more than all Ireland medal. Became a special, and we realized the same thing. Like, and they respected Cork, and we respected them. But it took us a bit of time. Uh, I think, you know, when you play against the best and you play in, in tough games, they're the, they're the ones that I work hard. I must ask you when you went up the Hogan stand to lift the Sam Wire, the feelings now, feelings looking back, how do you take about it now? I was looking, you look the steps, I was badly injured, I, I got an injury just. 15 minutes to go on, I got a crucial ligament. And, uh, um, I remember being just taken up the steps and uh, security guys and uh, the car crowd. At that time, the supporters came on the field. It was, you know, it was just, you know, 
Uh, you miss a note, don't you? Like, it's, yeah. Just, yeah, it's brilliant, yeah. It's all it takes away from it. You know, and uh, just the pitch was a CFL. Yeah, see a red and white, and it's just an incredible scene. So, you know, I, I, I was actually going to, I was actually one of the first to go back into the dressing room. I had to leave my dear in the cup, and the cup goes up, and I'll go, I couldn't go back down the steps. And the, the guards and someone said, I didn't go to the back way and into the dressing room, and these are away from the crowd. So, I didn't go back into the crowd on the field, and all the other fellas did, so the cup ended up. Actually, the last one they all lifted it. I was there and I got back down with the guard from the security. And I went into the dressing room. There was only one player there in front of me, and that was Teddy McCarthy. Teddy, of course, Teddy is, uh, is always, Teddy is always one of these guys that does everything kind of different. <laughs> so Teddy kind of said, There was no point in waiting for your speech because it'd be too long speaking. <laughs> So, and, and amazingly, Teddy, Teddy again wrote a book, and Teddy wrote a book, you know, going into the dressing room early, reading one of his great idols, and his great idol was Jack Lynch, T-shirt. Jack Lynch was inside in the dressing room, and when I came in, Teddy and Jack Lynch were there, and were the only three. The rest of them were all out. You know, I think Kid Cronin used to do a, a Rob's Kid was in there, but, um, it's just one of those moments like that, you know, you're, you're, you're just there and, and of course Jack Lynch was a, you know, he was a T-shirt, he was, he was one of the things as a, as a, as a player, so you know, I remember the power of football, you know, he was an icon, he was a, he was a leader in every, in every sense of the word, and uh, just for him to be there and that stuff, and, uh, the following, the following uh, day, I had got contact with told me that Lord of Mercy Gay Bond was doing the radio show. Uh, he used to bring up the captain after that time. The normal thing, he'd bring up the captain of the field on the iron and the next morning and interviewed him. And it happened that both myself and Jack Lynch were on the radio the next morning with Gay Bond. Uh, yeah, it was a nice moment. And, and, and Jack was such a, uh, a sincere man and a lovely man and, and a great kind of a person to talk about the game and the games all the years back in his day and he witnessed them. You know, it was a very unique team because like being in the top of like it was just one of those moments like to just realised that you had one hurling football. I suppose see Clark Clark were a chunk of like full of passion for sport, all sports and when you win it once then I suppose I might just saw Clark have a an ambition like that it can happen the following year again and the next year. It's like anything in life, lads, and it's like we talking about the Asians here in New York. There comes a time that's something special. And I think people realise now that that day was a very special day because it's not easy to do. The last time actually it was club teams have done it back at one of the years before that. It was Cork club teams have done it, but as regards the county team, it wasn't it the first time ever. So, and, you know, the achievements of Teddy McCarthy, we probably never see a player It's probably against the grain in relation to so many games between the back door and stuff. I think with everything, and that's probably like, you know, even 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 the process, I've asked to write a book or do a book when I finish playing, I was asked to do it when I managed to call after it. And I kind of reneged on it. But you know what, I'm doing it now and I'm kind of, I'm enjoying it because you look back and you realise these these times are extra special, and, and that was an extra special day. Tell us about the the book, Gary. It's coming out. You you were saying to me uh, you're looking at June. Yeah, uh, we've um, 
how long have you been at it? And look, look, um, I said earlier, Liam Hayes, my publisher, um, Liam, Liam knows, the, I suppose he knows an awful lot about me since I was 16 years of age, and he's the right man probably to be my publisher because he knows me. And um, another brilliant guy like you know, Michael Dennis Holly, yeah, yeah. um, the West Cartman, uh, <laughs> Britain. Um, you know, he's a, he's a great guy, and please God, he can, he can put it together. We, we've been at it since last September. Put a lot of work into it. Have you enjoyed it? I have enjoyed it, and I, I didn't think I would enjoy it. But, 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 but getting a bit older, not as young as you guys. You guys, you guys, you guys. I think when you, you, you get a bit older, you appreciate an awful lot of things. That, you know, not that I didn't appreciate them, but I just respected everybody that's helped me along the way. And uh, I just, I just think it's. Uh, I, I enjoy it. I'm enjoying it now. I'm just. I was here this this weekend to just. Um, it's been a magic four or five years when I was here in New York. Tom uh, Gallagher in particular has been a massive friend of mine, and Tony uh, Gallagher has been a massive county for me. Um, someone just said to me, you know, it took me a long time to get to the. To, I played with so many counties, it took me a long time to kind of figure out which one to also. <laughs> but um, yeah, I have a very unique team because, uh, and, and this is in no way kind of been. Been, been kind of forward or taken on better than anybody else because I never thought that way. I've always believed in myself, but uh, I've respected every player that I've played against. And, uh, and, and more sort of people like that probably didn't get the opportunities that I got to play in big games, like I mentioned a few of them earlier. Uh, but like, uh, you know, the, 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 the whole concept of, of, of the book is the kind of been out here is to kind of say just to, to don't know, just say look thanks you have been a huge huge part of your you career your life yeah and a huge benefit in relation to my football career and, and, and ability and um, process of meeting so many brilliant people and people that's, that would probably Work like we mentioned a few of them the other night at the dinner nights for that. Ron and Don got Phil Brennan, Massa for the Irish people here in New York. Um, you know, Mike Mean, Jimmy McGonagall, uh, Mike Castle. These are these are brilliant people like that done an awful lot for Irish people coming here to New York. And like, um, you know, they, they, they all meant an awful lot to me. And uh, winning those games. Imperative. It means so much to me to look out to those and see them so happy. And uh, I think that's the greatest kick of all. And I think it'd be wrong if it didn't you know, just this book hopefully will play a part, big part in relation to So I, going back over the weekend, was it specifically, did you come over often for the dinner dances or was it that you just such a, a bond with uh, Stone or that you wanted to? Well, look, I don't come over. I'd love to come over more. Um, uh, look, you have your responsibilities and, and different things back in Ireland. But, yeah, um, of course. Back there, your family, uh, you know, you have your commitments. Life goes on and drifts on. You look and you say, where does 20 years ago? But look, it's no fault of anyone. You'd love to be able to do a lot, a lot more. Um, it's just the way life goes at times. Like, and you, you've just drifted in different directions. And you commit yourself and you, you don't let anyone down. Like, you know, I was involved with a lot of club teams. 
and you know a lot of great moments yeah, yeah, yeah. one in a junior county with a team which is time I haven't been counted for 62 years you know and so you commit yourself in your, your lives in that situation because that's the way I always felt that was and, and uh, you respect you know, I just say to my young fellow you know homies and all the business you know no matter what training session you, you, you come away from you know, always make sure you take the coaches and super team in life have that respect because uh, those teams go a long way. And you're going to come out, and you're going to come out in the fall again to, to promote it, possibly back here in New York. So we'll see you again. And uh, we leave, we we'll leave, we we'll leave out there to. Pat McGill and the, the, the chief, the chief organisers in relation to. Uh, look, I wanted to come out there. There's no better guys than these guys. They're, they're on the ground. Look, um, you know, I'm delighted to be here. And it's obvious establishment in John's here. Been brilliant, brilliant. Um, you know, just looking around at the memorabilia here and the massive photographs, you know, just looking up at one thing, talking to there, referring to that, there, just how and all the massive party of Shane and the bomber, like, you know, it's a very right kind of look at Shane and everything there, coming from a small background and trying to laugh at They're magic, and it's magic to come into this man's hobby to see those. Like you said, it should be up to the wall because it is People come in, people come in as John would tell you, like, and they're all there. You know, we shouldn't forget the great memories because they're special. You know, they're special. And, and look, that's why these guys here in New York and, and Pat and Pat McGill and Owen and all these fellas, I did, look, I went to the moment and said, look, lads, I'd love to have, not about me, I'd just love to have a celebration of the 80s and that team and that squad because people will come out and support it because it was a real, it was a real massive decade of football in Gaelic Park and, and people that didn't even play the game, and this is what I want to stress, like, you, didn't, you didn't play football or hurling, people followed the game and, and please God, they got well, you know, they got the contacts through and people that come in and are a bit isolated and are a bit lonely and, and stuff like that. The GA plays a massive part in relation to comforting those people away from home. Look, we're all, we're all homeboys at the end of the day. And, uh, we, all love, we all love to hear the songs, we all love to hear the Mary songs, and we all love to go to, to the bars now and put on our, yeah. our, our car jersey and and and, 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 and you know. Doesn't it, doesn't it like it's going for home and you go to, I remember going to Lehman College over years and people are going in with their county houses that were in the Ireland fans. Just, just to finish, Gary, do you want to, you want to touch base on the football today and how it's transformed and your thoughts? And Time moves on and, and, and everything involves it. Like, look, there was no mobile phone whatever number of years ago. Um, if you don't move with it, you're, you're left behind. I imagine kind of, people kind of get the, the wrong grip for me when I talk about the modern game now to the regular game where it was played back in the number of years ago. I don't want to be kind of in a situation where I'm kind of jealous of jealous of thinking like there was better in the And that's, that's one thing I wouldn't push the game into. There's a lot of good teams in the game. I wouldn't like a good few teams. And I think a few rule changes would make a hell of a lot of difference. Like, I, first of all, I would introduce the kick out to the 45 yard line. 
particularly with the second team. I think it's very easy to keep the, the six forwards and the six backs in position from the kick-out. Um, I think what that would do is you would have no big blank defences because you couldn't run down the back of the field when the ball was kicked out in midfield and try and get back there because they lost. And I think it would cut out a lot. I think the goalie has an awful massive part in, in the game and there's nothing wrong with that. But I don't see why when the team is attacking that they maybe come back then and play the ball back to the goalie again. Like, that's not good to watch that. Yeah. You know, in fairness to both Kerry and Dublin, we watched them the weekend. They do play the game in a manner of going forward. You know? And the, the, the hardest thing in watching football nowadays is the, the, where people build 14 behind the ball and then they, they're attacking and they go up the field and you think that they're going to do something and then the ball comes back down to the goalie and it starts again. You know, it's, it's hard to watch at times, you know. You know, we, we want entertaining games, we want to see football played and we want to see football, we'd love to see balls being kicked out the midfield and the high catch, which is massive, uh, massive skill in the game. Yeah, huge. Yeah. Huge. And, and kicking is very important in the game and, and, and you know, we see a lot of it with Kerry and Dublin and Farmers and the like, a lot more teams need to do it. Okay, they're, they're the two top teams probably at the moment. But, but, Kerry have always done it, like, haven't they? Like, they have, they, they can, you know, you have to give it to them, they can play an attractive type of game. Yeah. But you'd like to see more football in the game, like, what I mean by that, more kicking and more catch. I think it would be better for the game, generally. What about this, the, the new mark? The I, don't, I don't know, I just think that it kind of, um, it kind of holds up the game. So I don't know. We all want to see a bit of pace in the game and, and the ball moving, but always kicked in. Okay, it, it's it's trying to establish maybe. I, I'd give it a go, but I'd probably over criticising it at the moment. I'd give yeah. it a go and see how it go for the National League. I'd be a little bit more concerned with, um, you know, sin being everybody wants it in, but that could be acted on. Like, you know what I mean? You can slow it. You know, the, the, if you lose a man, you you know, the, you're intending maybe to slow up to play a bit. Yeah. To the players back on again. And it, yeah, they didn't. Cause you know, I was saying this cause in Gaelic Park here, and they did a bit, bit of refereeing here with the buzzer, you know? Yeah. So you can signal to the guy, we're stopping the play here, or but that card is going now, and every time the game is stopped, that it's going to be a proper 10 minutes. Yeah. No, you can have it down for three or four minutes, and it's eaten it's eaten to the sin bin time, and he could be back on. It's just the way they rolled it out, seems to be. The G want to make money in yeah, it. The replay. <laughs> the replays are very important. I think you need to introduce those kind of. A bit more football in the games yeah. and, and to make it a bit more um, entertaining yeah. as regards to watch more kicking and, and the ball going into the square and a bit more action going on there. Yeah. I'd stop two basic rules and stop. The kick out should be kicked past the 45 yard line and no pass back to the field. No I think then, and, and I'd, I'd love to see. I was a free taker myself, and I, I I used to go in the in the in the late sixties, early seventies when I went to Cork Park and, and looking at the likes of Tony McTeague, who was a brilliant free taker, Jimmy Feeney, Dublin, Barney Rock, Mike Sheehy, Morris Child. Like, not everybody can kick the ball from the ground. Like. Yeah. It, would be, it would be nice to see score the freeze to be kicked from the ground. Like. Now are you with some run up? I couldn't imagine a fella kicking kicking a, a free today. It was take ten steps to to kick a free, but but you're accurate. But you, you wouldn't see you wouldn't see a lot of fellas today with a with a kind of a run up like that. Well, I suppose everybody, look, yeah. everybody has their own. Yeah. Style. But it worked. Yeah. yeah. A bit of style and, and, and 
book. Uh, isn't it brilliant to see Dean Murphy confused from the ground? Oh, you know, yeah. like uh, um, we've seen uh, Brian Sheen and Kerry with another brilliant free kick recently, like and, and kicked them from way out the field. Like I just think it just look. We all got to see. Um, look, take Robbie. Johnny Wilkinson was a brilliant player. Most importantly, the people went to see him was kicking. Yeah. Ron McGowan was a brilliant kicker for Ireland. For, they went to see him kicking. Yeah. You know what I mean? Don Carroll Museum. Like, kickers, or kickers, they're very important. Not everyone can do it. Now, people say, ah, oh, it's for the late time. That's, that's ridiculous. To bring another goalie now, how long does that take? Doesn't make sense to me. Well, the referee is supposed to stop it, I was <laughs> Oh, no, he's not. No, it's, it's intentional. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, but you could delay, it could take him a minute to get up. And yeah, but you look at the other in final, I'm not. Uh, Dublin beat Kerry in the other in final there a number of years ago. Cluxton um, came up. Yeah, no, for a player to put ball over the bar. But look, I don't think that doesn't add up to me. You know, bring the goalkeeper without kicking three kicks. You should be a kicker on the field, like. If you don't have one, like the, the thing is, the keeper's going to have, yeah, generally you, speaking, a keeper. Kick, what, a keeper would have a longer kick. No, the interview was talking to you. Why haven't they got free takers? I tell you the reason why. They don't practice them because they don't have to kick them from the hands. You know what I mean? Free taking is about. You don't just tell a fellow to kick the ball off the ground. The best of footballers couldn't. It's the hardest thing to do with, with, with the weight of, uh, of GA football. Yeah. Which is like, you need to be doing it at a very young age. Yeah. And the process that, that's the that's that's natural ability. And it takes time and it takes work. And it just doesn't happen like that. You just say kick that free. You always get a free taker that's been used to kicking three years for a long time. It's used to kicking. So I just think that's a, I just think there are three rules like that we introduced that would make a huge difference. Harry, what do you think are potentially of um, New York at the second game through the back door? Do you think it's like today's world now? You have you know everyone can travel pretty much nowadays. I don't think that would be the issue. It would be great for. Yeah, it would have been the issue probably back. Yeah, maybe my time was, a, was an issue in relation. But I don't really talk to it. I, I don't see any reason why not. Mm. I think to be to be fairness and uh, being competitive over the last number of years, they've played some great games. And, I think, you know, what it would do too, it would, it would bond a good squad here by a bit of travel and, and experience. And, yeah. You know, they, 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 the football in Ireland and time, people yeah. would love to be able to go over there. And, that would be great. Like, yeah. Yeah, just even the average person here just travelling for us, like I say, there's such a, especially in the Bronx, there's such better connections, say, with the Irish Americans even, with it, and in Rockland County now and all. And you know what would happen to them? You'd have from the team and the whole staff, you have a massive load of supporters. That's what I mean, yeah. People the Irish they'd love it though. Love it. I see the, you see them going up there on a Sunday. They look for an opportunity to go to Ireland, a wedding or whatever, that's another excuse. Yeah. And please God, like that, hopefully when Billy Park is fully developed, he got like that. When, if you had things that had happened, it would create more action hmm. and interest in Billy Park. would be brilliant. You know, so I think it's a, it's a massive way forward for the Let's hope so. You know who the team was, because you have a game every year. Here, people up from year to year. They, they might turn up. They might. But if you were like, we had Pat on a couple of weeks ago, and he was saying, why don't they have a, a USA USA championship where they played Philadelphia, Boston? Mm -hmm. They might hammer them out the door, but at least there's it's in the paper, and you know who's, you know who's playing, and then and there's a link, and there's supporters. Yeah. What you need to do is get that connection back. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that suggestion is, 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 is really worth considering big time. Because it just feels every May 
like say from someone that's not up there every week or everything. It's like it's a massive curtain raiser for whether it's New York and May or New York and Leitrim. It's nearly like it's a curtain raiser and it's a celebration that night. That's it. It's nearly like there's no talk about it again. You know, you need to get it back to the days where you had it in the 80s and stuff. Where that second game would help that, or as Morgan said, playing Chicago, Philly, or Boston or something. A bit more of that going on. A friend of mine living in Charlotte, North Carolina. They've, they've a massive setup now of GAA. I met them going over for the World Games. I was sitting on sitting on the plane beside a guy who was happened to be going home. And he was a college footballer, but he was going to play in the World Games. He says, yeah, I'm playing at Crow Park next week. There he is pulling it up on the YouTube, watching it before he goes. You see, every, every team like that is going to help. Mm. That would be very important to get the connection between everything. You know what I mean? As yeah. you said, I mean, nowadays we travel. Yeah. yeah. Great issue, you know? It's the way forward, I think. Okay. Talk so. We'll, we'll see you in the fall, so Larry. Yeah. Appreciate it. Larry, thank you very much. <laughs> no thanks for the long haul. Listen, uh, no problem. And listen, just thanks, John. And please yeah. God, we'll, we'll, we'll send a bit of business your way if we oh, can yeah, from, 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 yeah. from Ireland and elsewhere. Yeah. And we'll, 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 we'll speak to Long Haul a little bit. Yeah, thank you. Cool. Thanks, Larry. And that's all for this week's episode. Larry's autobiography is out now. And keep an eye out for our interview with Donald Gallagher, the former Donegal club manager who brought Larry to New York in the 1980s. That'll be out in a couple of days. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter at The Long Haul Podcast for our latest episodes and all previous podcasts are up on our website, thelonghaulpodcast.com. Can you dance the polka? And when we got to Bleecker Street, we stopped at 44. Our mother and her sisters there to meet her at the door to me away. You sent the... Boy, dear Annie, oh, you New York girls, can you dance the polka to me? Why, Santi, boy, dear Annie, oh, you New York girls, can you dance the polka?